morning's scripture reading is from Acts 9, 26 through 31. Please stand as you are able for the reading of God's word. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he was really a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria joined the time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Did I tell you you could be seated? (laughs) You may be seated. Hello everybody, I'm Ed Glaze, and I'm one of the pastors here as well. It's an honor and a privilege to be here this Sunday, this uh, most special Sunday in the life of the church where we get to welcome in these confirmands after a year of learning and growing and sharing together. And, and it's hard to, in some ways, to follow all of the gifts that have been given by uh, these great young people through their prayers, their testimonies, uh, their sharing of their music. Uh, it's truly, truly awesome uh, to be a part of this. But we do have a word to proclaim today. And though it is mainly to the man, so you guys in the front, be sure to listen up. But this is a message for everybody, really. This is a message for all y'all. So, listen. God is saying something to us today. Have you ever been excited about something? I mean, truly excited about something. It may be that you've been excited about a great trip that you took to Disney World or the Grand Canyon. It may be that you're excited about some good job that you've done and and people are praising you for it. It may be because you have played a great piece of music like we heard from Caden and Benry just a little bit ago. It it may be that you are an artist and you want to show all that stuff off. Have you ever been truly excited? You may be excited that your favorite team won a great ball game. I'm kind of hoarse too because I was at the FFC game last night and I was excited coming back in the last five minutes. Awesome stuff. You ever been excited? Well, that's what this text is all about. The background for it is this fellow named Saul had been persecuting Christians. He stood and watched a faithful disciple named Stephen being stoned to death. In fact, he applauded that. And then he had disciples all over Jerusalem arrested. And he heard that the people that were followers of Jesus had spread to a place called Damascus. And so he had been given authority to go and arrest those people. And on the way to Damascus, the Lord himself appeared and confronted Saul. And Saul was overwhelmed by the presence of Jesus. He grew so excited that this person who he denounced, his followers whom he persecuted, accepted him and loved him anyway. And he became excited. He couldn't hush up about Jesus. And so that's what this text today is about. That was the background for it, is that 
Paul, being so excited, he couldn't hush up. He kept telling people about Jesus. He kept proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. He kept saying that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. And the people in the church and the people the surrounding communities, well, they didn't know what to make of this. I mean, this guy who was persecuting Christians and killing Christians is now a follower of them? They couldn't believe it. It was almost too much for them to comprehend. So let me give you an example. Now, I, have, I could have got myself in trouble by saying that, well, it could have been a Duke person or a Carolina person. Of course, that could get me in trouble because which Carolina are we talking about? Or it could have been Wake Forest or State. I, I don't want to get into that. But you, you heard today from Gunny about my loyalties. And so imagine this, it would be like somebody who followed the University of Alabama, all of a sudden seeing the light and starting to follow Auburn. I mean, that's how, how remarkable that would be. It would be like someone that had been wearing that ugly crimson, putting on that beautiful orange and blue. It would be like someone who used to boo Auburn and say words that I can't even say in church, all of a sudden saying War Eagle. I mean, that's how incredible it would be if someone who had been a persecutor of Jesus started proclaiming Jesus. Amen? Amen. Uh, and I'm going to try out for Auburn. I mean, we do need a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, that's how incredible it was and how People couldn't believe that this person had made that swap. Why? Because he had gotten excited about Jesus. Question I ask you, compromands, and I ask all y'all Are you excited about Jesus? Are you excited about him? When's the last time you've told somebody about him? When's the last time you've personally done something in his name because you're excited by him. I was gone last week and some of y'all said amen to that. Uh, but I, and as I was coming back, to, don't laugh too hard, Sam. I, I, we, <laughs> we, we, yes, the mic stays on when I'm not here. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was, we're coming back from California and I started a conversation with a fellow sitting next to me on the plane and, and I heard it, he had gone to Costa Rica, he's come back from Costa Rica. And so in my conversation with him, I, I started to share that I've been to Costa Rica too. In fact, I've been on many mission trips to Costa Rica. And his eyes lit up and said, oh, you've been on mission trips? So have I. And he said this, he said, you know, I'm stoked for Jesus. I'm excited for Jesus because I've known what it's like not to know Jesus. And I know him and that peace that's there, I'm excited about him. Here's this fella that I just met on the airplane, so excited about Jesus that he shares with a perfect stranger about him. When's the last time any of us have talked about Jesus? When's the last time that any of us have said, I'm going to do this because of, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ? Do people know that y'all are followers here in the front pew and all of y'all out there and when you're in school or at work? Do they know that you're follower of Jesus by the way you drive, by the way you interact with others in the grocery store? They know that you're follower of Jesus by the way that you live. Are you excited about Jesus? What got Paul so excited? You know, I'm, of course, encountering the living Christ 
happen inside anybody. I get that. But Paul gives some hints of this later on in his writings. What excited him about being a follower of Jesus. He tells his friend Timothy, he said, you know, I've, and this is my vernacular, I tried to work to please God, but I found out through Jesus that it's all about a gift given to me and God through Jesus Christ. It's all about this inheritance I received because, as he says in Romans, God has chosen me while I was still a sinner, while I was still persecuting while I was still trying to work to earn God's favor. God said, you don't need to do that. I've chosen you as my precious child through the cross. And all you have to do is accept it and believe it. Like these confirmands are doing today. Have you done that? Have you received your rich inheritance that is a a reward offered to us in Jesus Christ? Have you? It's yours. You know, good stories worth retelling. I mean, you show up year after year to hear the Christmas story, right? And you come to hear the good news about Easter. So a good story is worth repeating. And so every year that I'm blessed to be one of your pastors and to be honored to speak at this wonderful service, I'm going to tell the story that I told last year. Some of y'all might remember it. Some of y'all may have forgotten. Some of y'all, this may be the very first time that you've heard it. My preaching professor, Fred Craddock, tells about a time when he was traveling with his family and was in a little town in, in Tennessee. And he stopped at the local diner. And there the, he sat down, his family's eating dinner, and this well-dressed gentleman uh, looked like he was in his 60s, was going from table to table, greeting people and welcoming people and saying hi to folks. And, well, you know how that can be. He said, oh, this is going to be awkward. I don't want him to come to my table, Fred was thinking to himself. Well, naturally, he showed up and said, hey, how y'all? said, fine, fine. Where are you from, Fred said, from Atlanta. What do you do in Atlanta? Fred could have lied, but he said, I'm a homiletics professor at the Canberra School of Theology at Emory University. And this gentleman said, oh, a preacher teacher. I got a story for you. And he pulled up a chair and sat there at the table. And Fred said, oh, my. And the man said, you know, in a small mountain town in East Tennessee, uh, there was this woman that had a child out of wedlock. She was a single mother. And in that day and in that town, such people looked down on. And the children of such people, well, they're ostracized. So this boy... He grew up feeling like he didn't belong. And though his mother loved on him as best she could, working several jobs to make ends meet, this boy felt always out of place. And the man said, you know, this boy heard about a new Methodist preacher in their town. And people are all excited by him because he preached powerful sermons about God's love and acceptance and mercy. And this boy one Sunday when his mama was at work, snuck away from the house and eased into the back pew of that church. And he was mesmerized by what the pastor said. And this happened week after week. The boy kept going back, sliding into that back pew and then sneaking out before anyone could notice him because, well, he didn't want people to talk about him, you see. But one Sunday, 
He got a little delayed and that preacher was really quick getting to the back door and he walked out and the preacher was there waiting for him. The preacher, the man said, grabbed that boy by the hand and shook it and held it real firm. And then he said this. He asked this question to the boy. Boy, who's your father? And the boy thought, oh, even here, even here in this church, I'm being rejected. I'm I'm being asked who my dad is. This mercy stuff, this acceptance stuff is all a sham. But those thoughts were pushed away by what the preacher did next. He said, as he grabbed the boy by the chin and looked deeply into his eyes. Oh, I know whose boy you are. You're a child of God. I see the family resemblance. Go out and claim your inheritance. And he patted the boy on the back and sent him out to claim his God-given inheritance offered to us in Jesus Christ. Fred said, I sat dumbfounded. But the man got up, pushed his chair away, and he said, the man said this. You know the most amazing thing about that story? Fred said, no, what? That boy was me. That boy was me. Y'all, we all are children of God, given a rich inheritance in Jesus Christ. Go. And claim your inheritance. And be so excited about it that by the way you live, the way you walk, the way you talk and share, others will claim their inheritance too. That's exciting news, isn't it? Go out and share it. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.